with our podcast on iTunes. What is iTunes' problem? I'm going to go around to iTunes and kick their apple-shaped ass. Apparently they're having some sort of upgrade and it's basically wrecked a lot of people's iTunes. Apple, upgrade this! Mm. Uh, uh, my wife couldn't download because her it was her idea to do the foreign language thing. Was that the best bit podcast yesterday? Yes. She couldn't download it because she can't find it anywhere. You see, it's weird. I can't get them, but Paul Sylvester can, for instance. So Jeez. it's literally, it's like 50-50. Kids, if you're having trouble downloading the podcast from iTunes, um, send them an email of complaint using bad language. Yeah. But you can also download them from absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee Show. Yeah. You can, you can definitely get them from there. 100%. Uh, and we will keep... God damn it, seriously, I'm going to uh, constantly send e- uh, emails to uh, Apple this weekend. Yeah. Complaining with, with bad language and a picture of me just holding up my middle finger at them and going, sort it out! So I apologise um, for that. Let's go to line one very quickly. Line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening, this is Mr. Phil with Absolute Baseball. In playoff action, it was the Yankees over Minnesota 6-4, to four, Texas over Tampa Bay 5-1, to one, and Philadelphia over Cincinnati 4-0. Tonight, it's game two for American League teams and game one for Atlanta and San Francisco. So, till next time, see you in the bullpen. So I've eaten too many biscuits. How many did you have? Seven. <gasps> mm. I had one bourbon and I had a pear. I had two jammy dodgers and five custard creams. And now I feel sick. Yeah, you should. That's wrong. Very nearly didn't make it to the show this evening, to Snow. I was presenting an award at the Australian Radio Awards uh, in the Roundhouse Theatre in London's Camden Town, where I got to see lovely Nick Ferrari. Uh, lovely, lovely Mark Goodyear. The yeah, nicest, he does sound nice. He said some very, very nice things to me, and there's, there's been dealings with Goodyear in the past, and it could have been un- unpleasant and uncomfortable, Not and I apologised. Personally. It, it was his company. Yeah. And I apologised. I said, oh, no need to apologise. It's just good to see you doing so well. What a nice man. It's lovely. What a nice man. Embarrassing, though. We also saw Tony Hamster. <laughs> yeah. A.K.A. Toby Amp. Everyone, everyone was wearing suits, apart from to- uh, Tony Hamster. He was wearing cowboy boots, jeans and a leather jacket. With no T-shirt on underneath and the leather jacket slightly uh, too low in the zip area. The lovely Margarita Taylor was there, who is <clears> lovely. And I used to be a reg- I used to pop up regularly on her Capital Radio show reviewing the papers. I'd forgotten all about that. It was a weird job. I didn't get much money. And I'd go in on a Sunday morning and just say, well, there's a story in here about... Uh, it, back in those days, it was, there's a story about Jade Goody. You know, when, when she was hated, mm. before she was... Was, you know, everyone loved her again. I uh, loved and her. Uh, I, was, Margarita was there, and we used to get on quite well. I was a bit nervous of speaking to her because I'm nervous of speaking to anyone. And That's I went why up to I was her. There. That you were there as my chaperone. You were actually there as my chaperone to make sure. <laughs> I'm glad I felt you a bit were. weird about that, though. I, but you, I would have just been sat there talking to no one. It would have no been hideous. No one else had a chaperone. And uh, so I went up to her as I walked past. I knew I, was, I did it as I walked past because I knew there would be no time to talk. Yeah. And I tapped her on the shoulder, and as soon as she turned around, I went in for the hug and the kiss, and she like backed off, going, "What?" The f- what? I was like, all right, that's nice rude to see of you. her to do that. Well, no, she didn't know who I was. She thought she she thought I was going to stab her, so oh, it was she quite. Didn't. S- well, she didn't know who I was, and she doesn't. She didn't remember or recognise me. Didn't realise that I used to be a, get a regular, a weekly guest on her show. We used to be friends. If someone is kind enough to go and give someone a hug, you should at least pretend that you know them and not back away. Doctor Fox Make shook my hand. Stupid. He didn't know who I was, but I shook my hand. Nice man, exactly. very nice man. And Neve from Kiss FM came and said hello. Hmm. Don't you know who she is? She also said, I'm, I'm Neve uh, from Kiss FM. Do you know me? 
<laughs> she said that. She actually said that. Do you know me? She was lovely, though. Very, very nice. Everyone was very nice. And the Australian uh, Radio Awards keep keep doing, keep fighting the fight, brother. Is all, uh, uh, all I can say. So I have I have worked out. Uh, uh, by the way, I saw Ralph Little today. Now, lots of people think I look like Ralph Little. Yeah. And I saw Ralph Little, and I've met him in the... I met him years ago, but I saw a play he was in with um, uh, Mackenzie Crook called The Aliens. It's brilliant. It's at the Shepherd's Bush Theatre. It's this tiny little theatre. If you get the chance, go and see it. It's on for another week. It's brilliant. Um, and I, I kind of stayed behind. I know Mackenzie a bit, so I, I stayed behind and I spoke to Ralph. I said, oh, Ralph, I get mistaken for you all the time, thinking he'd go, well, why well, you get mistaken for you all the time? Does he talk like that? Ish. <laughs> uh, and he said, oh, I never get that at all. And I was telling him all these stories about how <laughs> I get mistaken for him. And he said, oh, that's, it doesn't happen to me. Although he did meet a Ralph Little impersonator once <laughs> who, who was going around getting free sex and drinks. No! Pretending to be him. And, he, and Ralph Little went up to him and said, oh, excuse me, are you Ralph Little? And he went, yeah, I... Oh, nuts. <laughs> totally busted. That's brilliant. It's a very funny story. Hopefully he's going to come on the show in the next few yeah, weeks. I've, I've asked him to come in and he, he said he'd be kid. To be honest, he loves the sound of his own voice. So it, it would be, there's, if there's an opportunity really? to speak into a microphone, I think Ralph Little would find it very, very hard to turn it down. But he's a lovely, lovely chap. <laughs> so hopefully he'll come in, which, which would be nice. And yeah. then uh, we can... I don't know, throw peanuts at him or something. Look at each, look like each other. We could do spot the difference. Spot the difference, that's what we'll do. What, there was a story coming out of that. Uh, how no one likes you what? and we didn't have any food and... No, I've got really bad stomachache from eating too much. And got, we didn't almost, got to, didn't, almost didn't get back here. We did, almost didn't get back here, but no, that wasn't what... Anyway... It was, it was to do with Ralph Little. So we're talking about Ralph Little because that's tragic. And he didn't know. He never gets that. And the reason is because he is more well known. Oh, I don't. Know. I can't remember where that was going. But anyway, he's a nice man. <laughs> but I had an epiphany today. I have worked out. You can go to the doctor for that. <laughs> I'll do the jokes off. I have, you would have said that. worked out. There's a, there's, listen, in this world. Uh, in, particularly in this country, but in this world, there is too much violence, mm. there is too much crime, and there is too much dangerous driving. I can get rid of all of those things, crime, violence, aggression, dangerous driving, in one fell swoop. And this, I've been thinking about this all day, and I genuinely know how to do it. And that is? I'm not going to tell you just yet. I want people to call in 0330-123-1215. I want you to call in, dear listener, and tell me how you think... We can get rid of crime, aggression, violence, and bad driving. This is that, that's the key that bad driving is involved in this as well. There is one simple thing, and it dawned, and it dawned on me while I was watching this play today. It dawned, I went, it's so easy. I can make the world a better place. Easily done. O double three o, one two three twelve fifteen. You press button one. If you think you have uh, one simple solution to make the world a better place. Get rid of all transport. No, 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 transport would still be there, but it would be safer. No one would want to drive fast because of this brilliant, brilliant idea. It's genuine, it's a brilliant idea. And you're sitting there rubbing your lips going, mm, I bet it's a rubbish idea, but I better look <laughs> interested or give me a mulligan on the radio again. No. But uh, it is a genuine, genuine idea of, um, of how we can do this. 0330-123-1215 is the phone number. If you're ringing in now, keep ringing in. We'll come to your calls in a moment. Now, when I was away on holiday uh, in, uh, in Sicily, I had uh, a massage. We mentioned this briefly the other day, but this is... I had a massage. We booked a massage. A, a what, what kind of massage? A Swedish massage. We booked it. My wife and I booked it, and I was going to go first, and she was going to go second, so one of us would look after the baby. And so I was sat outside the massage venue, and this big beefcake 
of a man, a really good-looking Swedish dude called Stefan came down. And I was, expect- I was expecting it to be a small, petite lady coming down. But it was his- I said, are you the masseurs? Said, yeah, I am. Well, are you in? I come to massage you? <laughs> I was like, oh. and I, suddenly I felt really uncomfortable. Not in a not in a in a gay way, not in a homophobic way, not nothing like that at all. I just felt uncomfortable as a man, and it, well, it did get tense because there was one point where he was rubbing my buttocks, and he was saying, "Relax your butt, man. You got to relax your butt." First of all, <laughs> it was it was a man touching my bum. Secondly, he he was calling it a butt. <laughs> I don't refer to my bum as a butt. That is inappropriate. <laughs> so I was uh, uncomfortable, and then Fandango came down for her massage. And she was uncomfortable because... Did she have the man as well? She had the man as well. So there's a point where she stood there in just her pants, no bra, and she's feeling uncomfortable. And she doesn't know what to do. And so, is there ever... Men should not be masseurs, should they? No, they should... We said... They should be physiotherapists. Physiotherapists. And medicinal. sports masseurs. Yeah, but not, they, they shouldn't be masseurs. They shouldn't be pleasant masseurs. There's always a slight uncomfortability, I find, as a man, when you're having a massage in a, a foreign country. I remember having a massage in a spa in Japan, and it was a beautiful young Japanese girl. She was probably about 20 years old. And it was a legitimate place, but I was so... I could not relax, because I was thinking, at some point, she's going to say... Would you like a happy finish? I was just, I was just convinced it was going to happen. Do you think they actually say that phrase? I've had that phrase said to me before oh. in Hong Kong, and uh, so, and I was terrified, so I couldn't relax because, <laughs> because it would have been, I, I couldn't say yes, obviously, because I was married. And my wife was downstairs. It would have been rude to say no. I would have broken that anyway. She didn't offer me a happy finish. It would was, you have done it? It would have been rude to say no to her. Of course, it wouldn't. It would have broken her poor little Japanese Wait, heart. I'm married. Do you know what that means? That's what you'd say. She'd go, I won't tell. And she'd start crying. And you'd say, I'm going to cry because I don't want to cheat on my wife. I don't, I don't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to cheat on my wife, but if well, she'd... Well, you just don't. If she'd have said, technically, I don't think it's cheating. Well, you'd hurt your wife's feelings, your wife's feelings, she wouldn't wouldn't you? Have, I would not have told her. I wouldn't have gone down and said, well, that was good, got a happy finish, that was only $25 extra. There's always a way to find out, always a way. So that's, but, so I do get a little bit tense when I'm being massaged in foreign countries uh, and in brothels, because that worries me. But generally, I think <laughs> if it's a, it should be a woman doing it. I don't think Even there is... Even then, it's not, uncom- it's not always comfortable, remember? Why? Right. You remember in Morocco and I had my boob massage. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell and then she again? And then she locked me in the room until I paid her a tip. <laughs> paid her a what? A tip. A tip. So, these are, these, this is what we're discussing this evening. Um, uh, what was the first thing? <laughs> the first thing was, how can you eliminate crime, violence and bad driving? How can you do that? I know how to do it. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Is there ever... Any excuse for a man being a mistress. It just doesn't work. Men can't relax, women can't relax. 0330 123 1215 is the telephone number. Give us a call. Eloise is going to dash next door uh, and she'll rattle through the calls. Um, she'll call you back, so it won't even cost you that much. We'll speak speaking to you after this. I don't have to live anymore.
Thing. Is this Christopher from West Wickham? Oh, hang on. Is that Christopher? Is that you? Uh, what? Hello? Hello? Yes, what? 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 Yeah, it's me. I have seen the new cover of the uh, Skylarking album. It's uh, a hairy vagina. Yeah, it made me laugh a bit. It made me chuckle. I've sent Andy Partridge an email, I hope, and uh, hopefully he, he, he may come on the show at some point to, to plug that, uh, that, that reworking of a masterpiece. We will cool. see. Anyway, CWW, as we're calling you in the 21st century, what can I do for you? Um... Solution to the end of the world's problems. Yeah, this is... I, I have genuinely, genuinely worked out how to make the world a more peaceful, calmer, uh, less dangerous place to be, and it will solve all traffic problems. What's right. your idea? Well, uh, you could just end the world. Yeah, mm, yes, that's not quite coming from the place of serenity that I was, I was thinking of. Can we have the option now, then? Uh, no. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I've never heard anyone sound so disappointed at the end of a phone conversation with me. Apart from that time, uh, I dumped that woman. Fester! Hi, Ian. How are you doing? You OK, mate? I'm all right, Fester. Did we sort the problem out with your paint? Oh, no, no. That's, uh, I, I spoke to my mother about that, and she said, man, you know what she said to me? She goes, if you've got nothing nice to say to anybody, about anybody, don't say anything. Yes. OK. Now, what I did is I went down to... My mother's 83, and actually, uh, I'm a care, and I actually look after her. Well done, you. So, um, so I went down to her, and I had, like, on the podcast, like, giving it all to Biggin. Yeah. Turned around and said, look, I was on the radio to Ian Lee and all this kind oh, of yeah. stuff. You know what my mum told me? She goes, I know that fella. Oh, yeah. And I said, uh, how do you know him then? She goes, uh, uh, he was the one that uh, launched uh, Ricky Gervais' career. I said, Mum, you're mad, ain't you? She goes, no, I used to uh, listen to him on the uh, 11 o'clock show. Your mum, 83 years old, so she would have been 70, uh, 70 to one or two. Yeah, yeah. She used to watch the 11 o'clock show? And she goes, yeah, I know. You know what she turned around? She goes, he, he looks like John Cleese, she says. Oh, I said, no, he's he better than Ralph like... Little, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, she goes, you look like a, a big lanky lad, she says. Very, very lanky lad, yes. Yeah, and uh, uh, so I, I was thinking, like, uh, I was like, no, nah, Mum, you're, uh, you're, you're wrong there, like, you know what I mean? Because he's the one that done, like, uh, the uh, extras and he done uh, all that kind of stuff. But uh, she goes, no, I remember watching that lad. And then he was, and, and she had another thing as well, she's done, man, and said to oh, me. Oh, yeah, go on. She goes, uh, you know the lad that does uh, uh, 
uh, Ali G or something. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. That's the fella, yeah. Apparently, uh, according to her, uh, you launched his career as well. I, 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 it's fester. It's true to say, I launched their careers. I was on the same show as them, and then I, f- I phoned up America, Hollywood in America. The mo- you know the movies, the movie pl- movie town. Yes. I phoned up the movie town, Hollywood in America, California, America, yes. Hollywood in California, in America. I phoned them up and said, "You should let these two come over and make movies, like um, one about a dead dentist, and um, another one can be a, dry- a racing car driver in T- Talladega Nights." And Hollywood said, "Yeah, go on then." And they did. And oh, that's down to me, Festa. Ian, you're joking, mate. I'm not. She's actually speaking the truth. Your mother is speaking the truth. The white coat, no, me? your mother is speaking the truth, Festa. Oh, my God. Yes, it's me. Well, there you go, eh? Yeah, it's a small world, isn't it? Oh, my God. I'll I, I tell you what, mate, because I was giving it the big insane. I've been on, uh, on yeah. the show and yeah. all that. Because I know that, lad. Yeah. Well. And then she gave me all that. Jeez Louise. There you go. Festa, isn't it a crazy, crazy world? Oh, my God, I tell you. Jeez Louise, I, I thought you was going to turn around and say no. We are Absolute Radio, now with a cooler, smoother taste. Absolute Radio. On Jeff Lloyd's Hometime Show, all this week, you can win thousands of pounds. Someone reminded me, I once said, read is good. Now it seems it's legal. To celebrate the release of Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, and the return of one of cinema's greatest characters, Gordon Gecko, you can win up to £3,000 every day, all this week. But as greed is good, the more ruthless you are, the more you can win. Listen all this week to Jeff Lloyd's Hometime Show, all thanks to Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, starring Michael Douglas and Shia LaBeouf, in cinemas now. Absolute Radio. D.I. Chandler, Whitechapel. Ah, you should know there's been a bayonetting. What? Bayonetting? I'm sorry, who is this? I'm just saying, Ronnie and Reggie always wanted their legacy to continue and they might just got their wish. (laughs) Ronnie and Reggie Cray? Is this a joke? You just come down to Snooker all see for yourself and you better watch your backs and all. Could this be the Cray's return? Whitechapel, Monday at 9pm on ITV1. ITV Drama Premieres, sponsored by Aviva. Bubbles de Vere pops into Nationwide. Hello, darling. Hello, madam. I heard you're offering some special services here. Well, Flex account offers free European travel insurance if it's your main account. Marvellous! I've got so many trips to make this year. Monaco for the Grand Prix. Nice. Cannes for the film festival. Yes. Then Macclesfield for the bingo. Well, you'll be pleased to know it covers unlimited trips. Oh! You've made me feel so specially special, darling. Flex account, the current account with no monthly fee and exclusive offers like free travel insurance. Visit nationwide.co.uk. Nationwide, proud to be different. Eligibility requirements apply to main Flex accounts. European travel insurance provided by UKI and subject to eligibility. Maximum trip duration and exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, your body on drums, the heart on sax. It's the lungs. And on horns, the digestive system. Diarrhea can leave your body feeling out of tune. Only Imodium Instant disperse instantly on your tongue and can stop diarrhea within one hour, gently restoring your body's harmony. Imodium Instant, fast but gentle. Contains loperamide, can stop diarrhea within one hour. Always read the label. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Absolute Radio. I'm just rifling through the Absolute Radio record collection. I have found a brilliant, brilliant song by Dennis Wilson, the drummer of the Beach Boys, which, if you've not... I'm going to play it later on. If you've not heard it, it it is one of the best songs in the world. Stick around, I'll play it after Suede, maybe. 
This week has... Fl- I've enjoyed this week. I've enjoyed this week a lot. Uh, I'm here next week, and then the week after, I'm filling in for Jeff on the old, uh, the old, uh, what are they called, the hometime show. So I've got to do, like, a proper... You can still call in and stuff. There'll be slightly less phone calls, if I'm honest, and a bit more music, and I'm going to pretend I know what I'm talking about with the music. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and tomorrow I'm interviewing the Tintings. I'm a little bit nervous, because... I don't know if you've noticed, but the guests that we have on this show, the Ting Tings is kind of for this show, but it's also for home time as well. The guests that we have on this show are generally people that I really, really like, apart from that rubbish comedian Pablo Francisco, or people that I'd like to be friends with. And I quite like the Ting Tings, but I'm not I'm not a massive, massive, massive fan. So I don't... I'd be like working tomorrow. I'm a little bit nervous. But I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure they love... I've heard that they are lovely, lovely people. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, double three oh, one two three twelve fifteen is a telephone number. Um, male masseurs, there's never ever a, a, a place for that. And how to make the world a better place? There is one simple thing, and as soon as I say it, it'll go. Man, that is so easy. Why haven't the Tories announced that at the conference? It would make people forget about all the child benefit cuts they're making, all the pension cuts they're making. They forget instantly if they just did this one little thing. So simple. O double three O. One two three. Twelve fifteen is the phone number. Let's go to Camberley and Jacob. Good evening, Jacob. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jacob. Is your mouth anywhere near the phone? Yes, it is. Is there any chance you could speak louder? Um, without waking my parents up. No. Oh, the thing is, I don't really care about your parents waking up. I do care about the audio quality of of my radio show, and we can barely hear you. Okay, is that better? That's better. Yes. That's better. That's okay. better. Um, well, I'm, I'm about, uh, about, um, making the world a better place. Yes. To live in. Um, just tie everyone up in chains and make them pick this or that poster. 
Um, yeah, everyone seems to... We've had Christopher from West Wickham suggesting we destroy the world. You suggesting... That was my first thought. OK, you suggesting we, we tie everyone up in chains and get them to pick litter. I'm, I've not been reading the Daily Mail, Jacob. It's, this place is, is coming from a... Pl- my idea is coming from a place of love. It is not coming from some right-wing neo-fascist um, agenda. Okay. So it, it's definitely not tying people up in chains and making them pick up litter. It'll be interesting to see what you thought of. I, it will be interesting, Jacob. That's that is why I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Another thing. Yes, sir. I, I, I wanted to talk to you about this um, sooner, but you haven't been on uh, the radio for ages, and then um, I ran out. I. Anyway. You're, mum- um, you're mumbling to yourself, Jacob. What are you, uh, the rumour that I haven't been on the radio for ages? No, um, you haven't been on the radio for ages, so I haven't been able to talk to you. But um, I-, I watched your Come Dine with me. Oh, yeah. Which one was it, the one that you said you hated? Well, OK, listen, there was Lembit Opic, there was, the uh, there, was Debbie, there was Debbie McGee, and there was Jodie Marsh. Now, it would be rude, I think, for me to say on air which one of those I hated. But if you watch the show closely enough, you'll see that I don't get on with him very well. All right, so, so it's one of the guys? It's one of the guys, Jacob, yes. OK. Does that narrow um, it down enough for you? Yeah. OK, OK. Um, also, I thought that your cooking was very, very good. Listen, man, I'll tell you what, man. My feta cheese pie was totally awesome, and l- the lovely Jodie Marsh... Um, she may have too many tattoos, but she's a nice lady, said that my feta cheese pie was the best main course there was. And I should have given that to McGee and uh, Opic, and I would have probably come third. I didn't deserve to come last, did I? No. Not at all. Not at all. Well, Jacob, anything else? Um, no, that's okay. Thank you very much. There we go. We do get a lot of people phoning up who don't want their parents to know that they're phoning up. Um, which is cool, but, it, it, we, you know, we need to be able to hear what you're saying. It's a phoning show, and uh, we need to hear what you're saying, and, uh, that'd be good. Let's go to, uh, Alkis. Hey. Is that your name, Alkis? That's my real name, yeah. How do you spell that, man? A-L-K-E-S. No, but, where, and where is that from? Uh, Cyprus. Cyprus. Do you, do you remember in the 70s, how old are you, Alkis? Uh, I'm 44. Are you really? You sound about, you sound ten years younger than that. Thank you very much. Do you remember in, in the 70s, right, so you'd have grown up in the 70s, and I... I, I, I was growing up, yeah. I grew up in Slough in the 70s, right, and we had a lot of Indian kids in Slough. Yeah. And in the, in, in those days, teachers were a little bit racist, right? Yeah. Without meaning to be racist, but they were a little bit racist. Uh-huh. And so every time an Indian kid had, uh, you know, the, the teacher met an Indian kid for the first time and they, they had this wonderful exotic name like Wahid or, or <laughs> um, yeah. Kush or, or all these names, the teacher would always go, and what does your name mean? <laughs> Do you remember that? What does your yeah. name mean? Because yeah, all, all yeah. foreign names have to mean something. So, Alkis, what does your name mean? My name is uh, about a book of poetry that is was it? written uh, written by a father about his son. This is what I understand from my father. Is but it I've really? That's fantastic. Yeah. I have to look that up one day and try and find it. You yeah. should do. But it's like, no one says to, to, to me, and what does your name mean? Well, <laughs> it's, it's the Gaelic version of John. What? what? It means summer meadows with a, a, a dewy smell of wee-wee? I don't know. But I, I, don't I believe th- it does, yeah. I think I you're think right, it, actually. Yeah. I don't think all Indian names have to mean something, though, do they? 
I don't no, think just, so. No, I they're don't think names. so. Sometimes they're just nice sounding, aren't they? I always think it's odd that yeah. um, that Western names like um, John and Dave and, and Steve and all that they have made the journey east. So in Japan and China and India and Pakistan, you will get people with English sounding names, but names haven't made the the, the journey this way, have they? No, it hasn't happened yet. Has it, it hasn't happened, you know. So no, it, it always yeah. strikes me as odd that that happened, you know, because there, there are, you know, some fantastic names, but they've never, they've not quite made the journey. Anyway, listen, we're the, the, the English Very Defence League will yeah. be listening to this and frothing at the mouth. We don't upset <laughs> those guys. So, no. Alkis, what have you got for us? Okay, here's, here's how you make the world a better place. Go on. Very, very simple. Okay, you abolish all seatbelts and airbags and you put a six inch spike sticking out in the middle of the steering wheel. Right. Now, what is. What is it with my listeners? That they're, <laughs> they're coming from the, this violent, hideous, nasty no, place. No, that's not violent. That's going to make people drive slowly, mate. Well, it is going to make people drive slowly, but it's going to make people more tense. My, listen, my solution is going to relax everybody, man. Drivers are, drivers are going to drive slower. Yeah. People are going to walk around with smiles on their faces, feeling relaxed. You're going to, it will be a joy to walk, to cycle, to, to drive. So much so that that joy will spread through the rest of society and the rest of our lives and we'll feel calmer and more relaxed and more at ease. And this is a genuine, genuine thing that if we did, it would take quite a lot of effort to get it to happen. But once it was done, once this, this, this um, infrastructure was in place, England, Britain, the world would be a much better place. Wow. Alkis, okay. Alkis, keep oh. listening, because it, it's coming, man. And I know it sounds like the bullshine theories of a hippie, but it's coming, and it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, Victoria, one of the pint laureates. Good evening, Victoria. Hello, I've got some more poems. Uh, OK, well, have you been busy writing? Oh, I've got the line order. Martial law. Martial... <laughs> Turn your radio off, you silly lush. <laughs> nope. Have you switched the radio off? What you giggling? What's she giggling for? <laughs> I don't know, but I love hearing her giggle at her listening to herself on the radio. Is someone is someone tickling your tuppence, Victoria? <laughs> no, no. That you wish they were. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read. I've got one by Robert Louis Stevenson. It's short. Oh, you know, hang, on, hang on a minute. It's not the job of the poet laureate to read other poems. Well. We want you to read your poems. Well, I've, I've found a poetry book that I used to read when I was a little go. girl. Yeah, but we... I've got one by Humbert Wolf. Have you heard of him? Humbert Dwarf? Humbert Wolf. Humbert Wolf. Humbert Bridge? Humbert Wolf. Humbert Wolf. Charlie Wolf. But, Victoria, you've misunderstood the whole point. The point of the poems is that we want your poems. We want your passion, your excitement, your your trials and tribulations. What about Francis Cornfield? Is is that you? Uh, well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't <laughs> know? Well, no, but we want... Have you not written any more poems? No. I don't want you to just find out and read Victoria... Cor- uh, was it Francis Cornfield to me? <laughs> That'd be rubbish. <laughs> we want you to, you to listen, Victoria. Listen, calm down, calm down. Tell the, tell the dwarf to get off your tuppence and listen. Uh-huh. You've got this weekend to to yeah, dash um, off as many poems as you can. Oh no, you're not going to like them because you can't I, do it like that. I love you? your poems. Your poems are the best poems in the world, even better than the other poet laureate we've got. I know. I could be ages to get them together. Really? Yeah. Oh God. 
Well, yeah. listen, what, I, what, you want to do is, what are you doing Saturday night? Nothing. Get, right, get a bottle of wine, right? Sweet I don't th- drink wine. V- bottle I of vodka. I don't drink alcohol. Okay. Don't touch it. Get, yeah. a nice, get a nice cup of tea. Tea, Sit yeah, down, tea. Watch, the, watch the X Factor. When the X Factor is finished, turn the TV off, unplug it, draw the curtains, get yeah. the lights down low, have a sheet of paper and a pen in front of you, and go yeah. into a meditative trance. Okay? Yeah. And right. just meditate. Um, yeah, and think of a poet. I mean, I've got loads of it. What about Gertrude Stein? I don't want you to read Gertrude Stein to me! Oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> go. No, for goodness sakes, woman, go away and write your own poems. Now. The Beach Boys, one of the best bands in the world. We all know that. Dennis Wilson, the drummer from the Beach Boys, probably not one of the best drums in, drummers in the world. I, will try, I don't think I've got it with me. I will one day play you. There is an, on... Um, I, what, what album is it on? Is it Shut Down Volume 2, I think? I can't remember. There is a track called Denny's Drums, which is a Dennis Wilson drum solo. It is piss poor. It's one of the worst tracks, one of the worst drum solos you could ever listen to in your life. So who would have thought that he would go on to be... In the late 70s, for a period, the most creative member of the Beach Boys. Brian was up, laid up in bed having breakdowns and doing cocaine. Carl was getting bitter and twisted. Mike was turning the band into a novelties, retro hits, golden hits package. And Dennis Wilson went off, recorded, um, what's the album called? Pacific, Pacific Ocean Blue, which is, if you've not heard it, man, it's a great album. And this is the opening song from Pacific Ocean Blue. This is the drummer from the Beach Boys. River Song. Enjoy.
show we will rock you we've all heard of big ben buckingham palace and the london eye but what about the hidden gems that you can only experience in london my hidden gem is richmond park which is great in the pouring rain or a post sunday lunch walk i even saw mick jagger playing frisbee recently although i can't guarantee you will tell us about your personal favorite and why it's so special to you at absoluteradio.co.uk and you could be enjoying this amazing vip package in the nation's capital all thanks to visit london absolute radio I didn't want to do this, but I've got an elephant on my back. Oh, literally, sat on my back. And he says, if I don't mention the new stand-up show, Dave's One Night Stand, then he's going to start bouncing. You know what it's like with an elephant? They never forget. Please, watch a brand new stand-up show on Dave with top comedians playing a gig in their hometown. Dave's One Night Stand starts this Sunday at 10pm with Ben Elton. The House of Fraser sale is now on, with great savings across the store and online. House of Fraser. Temptation on every level. You are always hearing hurry, sale ends now, from those overexcited, shouty voiceover people. So, in a nice, calm way, I'm going to tell you that while current stocks last, a Renault Megane hatch generation 1.6100 is £10,995. Or Laguna Coupe Dynamique Tom Tom is £16,495, saving you up to £3,455 off list price. Proceed to your local Renault dealer immediately, because when it's gone, it's gone. Well, what are you waiting for? Ian Lee. It's about love and life. And live radio wrestling matches. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Louise, what are you doing um, this weekend? Are you off to one of your crazy parties set in um, communist Russia? Uh, no, it's oh. uh, there's a gig on in the oh. Dot Martin store on Friday that oh, I'm yeah. going to go and see who's, in uh, Spitzfield. Who's, who's playing? Um, there's a couple of people playing. You don't know who they are, do you? Uh, I can't actually remember. Oh, I didn't get you tickets to that Temper Trap gig. Oh, never mind. Well, just because it's on a, it's on a school night, so oh, okay. you couldn't Thank have gone. You, so. no. And then on Saturday, I'm going to Jeff's girlfriend's birthday party. Sorry? Jeff, Jeff Lloyd? Jeff Lloyd. The, the, the DJ? Yeah. How do you know his girlfriend? Through Jeff. Why am I not invited? Because I've been friends with Jeff. <laughs> you. What do you mean, I've been friends with Jeff? Is that a euphemism for... Uh... No, no, no. I just phrased it wrong. I was going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? 
No. That was a very filthy hand gesture I did there. I did not know my hands were capable of doing something as rude as that. Um, what are you doing? Um, babysitting. I'm on baby duty. And then I'm going to, to see my friend um, Lucy's stall. Uh, this, like, craft work. Not craft work. <laughs> She's doing a, there's a craft work show on at, uh, <laughs> at Alexandra Palace this weekend. It's brilliant. It's all German uh, techno bands. And me of them. I'm doing that and uh, maybe looking at a house. And that's it. Ooh, mm. exciting. Not really. Boring. We'll move on to Dave in Claverley. Hello, Dave. How you doing, Ian? I'm all right, David. I'm all right. That's good. That's good. Um, so, crime, violence and bad driving. Yes, I can get rid of it in one fell swoop. Well, I can get more than that in one fell swoop. Oh, right? okay, go on, fella. Loneliness, right? Yeah. If lonely old people. Yeah. You have to adopt someone over 70. Yeah. They become your buddy. Yeah. You never, you never, like, mean to people when you've got your nan around, are you? No. You never drive fast when you've got your nan in the car with you? You don't? Now, Dave, listen, can I just say congratulations, you're the first, this, is, this wasn't my idea, but you are the first person to call in with a genuine idea that would make the world a better place. Well, you got to love the old people, they're fantastic. I do love old people. I, I miss my, I haven't got my grandparents and I miss them terribly and it would be great if you could just go and, and meet a nice old lady and an old man and say, could you, could I adopt you as my grandparents, please? Yeah, yeah. But what, Dave, I will throw a Spaniard in the works. What about <laughs> those people that kill old people? You know, murderers and stuff. You got me. It do, it do, I don't want to be harsh, but I've watched Crime Watch and uh, London Tonight. It does happen. Ah, oh, oh well. But ask Vinny for something good then. Yeah, but it's it's not bad though, Dave. It's it's a the nice people should be encouraged to uh, adopt old people and take them around with them wherever they go. But they probably don't commit crimes anyway, do they? Oh yeah. Mm. So, yeah, you've screwed yourself up, Dave. What started off as a promising idea is probably the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. OK, well, a better idea for you, then. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know you were thinking about jacking it all in to become a teacher? It's, it's in the back of my mind. OK, but you'd like to get back on TV as well? Oh, I'd love to get back on TV, Dave. I'd love to my well, home. What about kids' educational TV programmes? Do they still make those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. You know, you can... Tell a few stories and that, and get a bit of education worked in. You watch Te TV. Tell a, tell a few stories and get a bit of education. <laughs> Could you the stories they would be would be frightening, though. I have. Do you know what? I have said to my agent, can you get me on CBBC reading some stories? Because a friend of mine did it. And yeah, it got, the, bed, the bedtime story. I would, I'd be well up. I would be well up for that. And, I mean, you haven't got to worry about being funny-looking, have you? Because, I mean, Terry Nutkin and Mr Tumble are OK. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm cutting cut, Dave. Okay? So I'm not listening to that. He always gets cut I'm off every single that. time. Oh, absolute balls. Funny looking. Can you change your Twitter description as well? No. Change it? No. You're rude about me, aren't you? You are horrible. You're never nice to me on Twitter, so until you're nice to me, I'm not changing All it. All right, I'll send a nice tweet and then you can change it, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You're going to send a horrible one. I'll uh, make it worse. No, I I'm going to make a nice one. Look. At I can't El see. At Eloise underscore C. How many more followers do I need to beat Ben Jones? There we go. I've sent a nice tweet about you. I've got uh, 1,882. How many has Ben He's got? He's got just over 2,000. Mm. Sorry about that. I've got about 200 to get then. Max and Crouchend, are you on Twitter? Twitter? Twitter. 
no, I'm not. You should be. I'd, I would follow you. Ian, it's going to be worse now. Why? I said a nice thing no, about you. No, that's not. That is a nice thing. Eloise is not as bad as she smells. That's a compliment. Because you not stink. A compliment. You stink, but you're not as bad as that. I'm making this worse. You, I hate you. I actually hate you. I, I, I hope the, the... I'm going to go and tweet Tony Am- Hamster and Dr. Don't. Fox... Don't. ...and tell him that you didn't talk to him because you think you're better than them. I am, I am better than... <laughs> I'm better than them. Don't tell them that, though. That's private. Max, what can I do for you, my old it's mucker? It's private that I smell. I'm talking to Max. Are you? Just about, Max. Yeah, there was a bit of background interference there. Yeah, that's called Eloise. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good line. That was a good line. I like Eloise. Yeah, yeah thanks, yeah. Max. Yeah. It wasn't Eloise. She hates you. Anyway, oh, no, I love you. You hate Max. I love Max. He's one just, of my favourite callers. You just came on when that last record was and we got that bloody I'm idiot Max on the line. I did not say that, Max. Do not Ian, listen to him. Oh, Ian's a bit of a... An idiot? Well, a difficult... A lover. Ian's he a is. lover. He is. I'm a, lo- I'm a lover, Max, not a fighter. Are you? Yeah, oh, I love making. I love making love. I don't like fighting. Sometimes I like to do both at the same time, though. <laughs> a bit difficult. Yeah, not the kind of girls I know. Hey, eh? I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what oh, that means. It sounds a little bit really misogynistic. Difficult women. Yes, Max, you've called in. Yeah, I called in. I, I just thought I'd check in with you. Okay. Well, is uh, is everything all right? No, not really. My ex-girlfriend stands me. Yeah, I know. We, 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 we discussed that before, and it's going to court, so we probably shouldn't discuss it anymore. It's been to court. We probably shouldn't discuss it anymore. <laughs> Don't laugh, Eloise. No, this but is, it wasn't nice. Uh, did no, we actually, getting did stabbed, you... never nice. I'd, I would kind of imagine that, yes. I would kind of have guessed. So what else were you talking about? Well, but... Uh, a way to make the world a better place, Max. I know how to do it, and I will tell people after midnight, but have you got any suggestions? Uh, tell the truth. It's not bad. Sometimes telling the truth could be worse, though. When? Tell, give me one I instance. Mean, universal peace would be nice. Well, this is what we're going to achieve, Max, with my idea. Eloise, tell me one uh, example of when telling the truth would be a bad thing. Well, say you got a happy finish on your masseur... Masseuse, massage, I mean, and uh, you told your wife that wouldn't be a good truth, would it? I wouldn't have a massage in the first place. Would you have a man massage you? Uh, I wouldn't have anybody massage me. Why is that, Max? Do you not like being touched? No, it's just because I don't want a massage. <laughs> <laughs> have you never have you never wanted a massage? No. Well no, you never had like really tense shoulders and thought, oh I could do with a lovely massage. I'd like to- one now. I'd like I love a massage. If I could if I could be massaged 24-7-365. How many times a week do you get a massage? Well, not often enough. My wife can't do it. Because I'm really good at massages, because so I've got strong thumbs, right? And my wife does it, and it's just like she's f- f- slapping my back with bits of paper, because there's no... <laughs> there's no... There's nothing going on. It's rubbish. It's like feathers tickling me. Oh, that's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous, Max, and that's why I've divorced her. And buried her in the garden. No, I haven't done that. 
we're still married. She's but buried she's buried in the garden. She's buried in the garden. So you'd ne- you'd never have you a know, mus- I I knew a man once. Did you? No. And his. <laughs> 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 so let me finish. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Happy finish. And his next door neighbour. <laughs> yeah. He was woken up. This bloke was woken up yeah. by his next door neighbour digging up his front garden at oh. three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. And he got to wondering about why his yeah. next door neighbour was digging up his front garden at three o'clock in the morning. Was he burying a body, right. for example? Right. Right, and then what happened? But if you were going to bury a body... You wouldn't do it in the front garden. You wouldn't do garden. it in the front garden, would you? So what, what happened next, Max? Well, your friend then got up the next night and dug up what, what the neighbour dug up, and what did he find? Uh, well, actually, he went back to, <laughs> he went back to bed. Oh. Very, very, very disappointing anecdote. Yeah. to know what he might find. But if Fred West had been your next-door neighbour... You might have found something really nasty.
Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. On Rock and Roll Football this Saturday afternoon, you can win a Sky Plus HD subscription and a 32-inch HD TV to celebrate the return of the panel show that doesn't take sport too seriously. Rob, you're not a huge sports fan. Oh, you don't know a I wasn't aware of sport until tonight. Right. <laughs> James Corden, John Bishop and Freddie Flintoff are back with a brand new series of A League of Their Own. Thursday nights at 10 on Sky One HD. To win, listen to Rock and Roll Football with Mark Crossley. What is it? Heffler, what event? Javelin. Hi, John. Paul Dunson. Absolute Radio. I spy with my little eye something beginning with... Furniture? Close. Fabulous sofa? Well, yes, but no. The fantastic chairs. You're warm. Four years interest-free credit. Yes. The uh, first year payment free. Okay, yes, but. Oh, give up. Four hundred pounds off every sofa in the new 2011 collection at DFS. Must end soon. Visit dfs.co.uk for store details. Typical 0% APR credit subject to acceptance. Autoglass repair. Autoglass replace. John, 30, technician for Autoglass. I love it when autumn comes round. The colours always cheer me up. But not everyone is having a cheery time. Like a customer at Autoglass who ignored a chip on his windscreen. Then, one morning, he drove over a pothole and crack. He called Autoglass directly and I went to his work to replace the screen. But he had to pay his expensive insurance excess. Money he couldn't afford to waste. If he called us when he first saw the chip, he could have saved himself a lot of time and money. Autoglass work with most insurance companies and deal with their paperwork to make it even easier for you. So no need to call your insurer first. And if you fully comp, the repair is usually free. Your insurer covers it. Well, they want to save the hefty cost of a new windscreen too. It won't even affect you no claims. He won't let a chip windscreen darken his day again, especially when Autoglass is just a quick call away. Call Autoglass directly on 0800 234 234 or visit autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair. Autoglass replace. two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11 every weeknight, except Fridays. To feel forgiveness, you gotta forgive. Do you see the stars or the darkness begin? You fight to war, I fight for my life. You pay your dues and I'll pay mine. It's not a war, just the end of love. Just like
Don't want me. I asked you a very simple question. I couldn't hear you. Was there a montage this evening? No, because I was with you. I don't get asked. I was asking the question. Jeez. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio to listener. Mondays to Thursdays, 11 till 1. If you're new, welcome. We like new people. Uh, the way it works is we play a bit of music, but it's mainly a phone-in show. If you want to phone in, 0330-123-1215. 0330-123-1215. Press button 1. You'll get through to Eloise, the grumpy lady out there. And she'll give you a call back. It doesn't even cost you that much money. Now, I'm throwing out bits and pieces to talk about, but you may have something that you want to talk about. Maybe there's something that's happened to you today or this week or something that's going to happen, something you think that we should be talking about. Uh, you can give us a call, 0330-123-1215. Tonight we're talking about male masseurs. No one has called in in defence of the male masseurs. Masseur. Masseur. No one's called in to defend it, which can only make me think, you all agree with me, that to be a male masseur, you must be a pervert. There must be something wrong. No one can relax. A man can't relax with a male masseur, and a woman can't relax with a male masseur. It has to be a lady. Every single time. 0330-123-1215 is the phone number. And also, I will be telling you shortly how to make the world a more peaceful, serene, safer place. Less crime, less violence, less stress, less bad driving. It will actually happen. I know how to do it. Full let's go to Ben in New Cross. Good evening, Ben. Hey, how's it going, man? It's all right, fella. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, what I want to talk about was, like, um, smells. Smells? Uh, yes. Yes? The smells uh, you're embarrassed to admit you like. <coughs> go on, then. Well, basically, every time I head in, it's like, uh, well, I try to avoid the uh, gentleman's toilets and the uh, pub, lick house. But, yes, um, pub, lick house, yes. But every time I go in there, like, it's not the smell of urine I like, but the smell of, like, the urinal, um, uh, I think they're called cakes, urinal cakes. Oh, like, the, li actually... the little, the, the, the pineapple slices in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, in a strange, uh, sick way, I actually kind of like, uh, the smell of that. Hang on, hang on one second. Hey, Louise, I don't know what you're doing, but there are three phone calls there, two of them are new callers. Maybe you'd like to get off your arse and answer the phone, yes? Don't talk to me. There we go. So, um, sorry, sorry, mate. Yes, yes. Sorry. So, what are your embarrassing uh, smells that you would not like? Well, to I admit don't know like? if I have any embarrassing. I, I, I'm a big fan of a bonfire, but it's not embarrassing. Oh, I, that, no, that's delicious. If I'm if I'm driving along and I can smell a bonfire through through closed glass, I will open the window, slow down, and stick my head out of the window to the embarrassment of my wife. I love. The that smell of a bonfire. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. Yes. They should bot. I would wear that as an aftershave. <laughs> beautiful, but but an embarrassing smell. My wife likes the smell of petrol. Um, oh yeah. Embarrassing. I mean, I, there's nothing as seedy and as perverted as your um, pineapple slices at all. Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Weird, isn't it? Ba baby's poo. Uh, you know. Yeah, the baby, but, but newborn baby. The first, like the first month of baby poo, is is, is smells delicious. Well, that's understandable, really, because like, you, you like giving birth to it, isn't it? Well, I haven't given birth to anybody, but it's... Oh, like, yeah, I mean, that, you know... But even before it was my baby, but when it was other babies, the first month is just something... Because it's, it's being fed purely by breast milk, and so there's something... Oh, it just smells wonderful, Ben! True. Are you like uh, one of the Russell Browns, like, in... Uh, what's your opinion on the breast milk? Oh, what, drinking it? 
Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't drink it from the sauce. I, I seem to remember dipping my finger in and having a little taste. Mm. You've got to. You listen, if, if there's, you've got to, haven't you? If, there's, if there is breast milk in your fridge, there yeah. is not one man that wouldn't, sort of, when the house was empty, go, I'm just going to have a little. Not, not one man could refuse that at all. Absolutely. Of course. Have you tried it, Ben? No, I haven't actually, but I want to one day. It's creamy. Nice and creamy. Delicious. Yeah, thank ben, you. ben, thank you very much for that. An excellent topic. Smells that you're a little bit embarrassed of. Uh, let's go to uh, Kenneth in Lockerbie. Good evening, Kenneth. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kenneth. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, can I just say, Eloise is really nice, isn't she? She's what? She's re- she apologised for not calling me back the other night, and I just thought that was a really nice, nice touch. Okay. I always remember. Well, yeah, always remember what? To that, when I've not been able to call someone back, and I always do the apologising. Okay, How, okay. Well, 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 well done, you two. Why don't you go and get a room and apologise to each other um, whilst having sex? <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, so I, I ended it on a, a crudite. Okay. Well, thanks, Kenneth, for making the show a little bit awkward. And no, it's you, Ian. You made it awkward. No, Eloise. Kenneth did. No, Kenneth didn't. Kenneth did because he brought up you and apolo- you apologising, and then that meant I had to fade your microphone up, which meant that you came on with your arsey, uh, better, holier than now attitude. But it's your got. issue. And you're a dick. I'm not working for you anymore. I'm, I'm going. Can I get Davis back? Yep. Excellent. Probably not, actually. Even better. Kenneth! Yeah, that was a bit mean. It was mean of you, Kenneth, but I, I will forgive you just this once. Okay. Um, anyways, I have a question for you. Go on. What is your favourite Batmobile? Uh, oh, it's the, it's the classic Adam West Batmobile. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I used to have a, a toy um, Batmobile like that, and it's, it's, just, it's just a beautiful design. The design of the, uh, the, the windscreen, the flame coming out of the exhaust at the back, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful piece of I, I convinced my wife that the pope mobile was designed by the same man that invented that designed the monkey mobile uh, and she believed that and then i pushed it a bit further by saying it was also the same guy that, that designed the batmobile and then she went oh you're taking the mick aren't you and i said yes i am ah. well what's your favorite Batmo- uh, batmobile i think it's the uh, the tim burton one okay yeah yeah it's all right i think that's because uh, i think that just defines batmobileness it's got the big long bit and it's not too overdone yeah. with the bat wings and that do you remember you know, the, you know you've seen the 60s Batman oh yeah, yeah do you remember season 4 where Batgirl there was no season 4 season 3 where yeah. Batgirl got involved I thought she came in season 4 you saying to me there's no season 4 no there was season 1 and that was comprised of two parters season 2 which was 60 episodes with two three parters the rest yeah. were Oh god, I'm sounding like a massive geek. You are sounding like a massive geek. And season three wasn't very good, I remember that. But it, it did have the Batgirl in it. Yeah, it did, yeah. One of the. I'm going to have to Google her. One of the sexiest women on television, I think. I had such a crush on her. Really? Oh, I had such a crush on Batgirl. Jeez. Oh, oh man, geez. look at that. She's beautiful. I would have thought it'd be more um, the Catwoman. I did have a thing for Catwoman. I remember having one of my very first erotic dreams about Catwoman, and she didn't have any trousers on. But it's absolutely true, absolutely true. Um, uh, but Batgirl, man, she was hot. And she had um, a, a, a motorbike with us. Did she have a sidecar on her motorbike? Um, no, that was the Bat, the bat 
car. The bat bike, of course. The bat bike is a sidecar because uh, Robin went in it. Robin went in it. Now, I saw someone riding a motorcycle with a sidecar the other day. I didn't think they still existed. Oh, God, because you don't get them anymore, do you? You don't. But this guy had, like, his young son, like a seven-year-old boy in the sidecar. I can't think that a sidecar is that safe, really. It seems like it'd be more dangerous, if anything. It would be more dangerous, because it, it could... As we all know, if you're coming to a, a, a wide junction, those um, bolts holding it together can easily come off, and the motorbike will turn one way, and the sidecar would go the other way. Like in, like in um, the Wallace and Gromit thing. Exactly! It could happen any, any time. It can't be safe to yeah. be in a sidecar. But part of me would love... would love for my wife to, to ride a motorbike and for me to ride in the sidecar. That would be such a great way to get around town. It would be cool. But never mind. It may not happen. Kelly, say anything else? Uh, yeah. Go um, on. Your world safety thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you wrap everyone and everything in, like, oiled cushions... Yeah. ...then um, it'd be too slippery to grab anyone. Yeah. Like, to attack them. And it'd also be soft, so you wouldn't get hurt or anything. Kenneth, you, you're wrong... But you're not far off. You're not far off. Let me play this song. Then when we come back, I will tell you how to make the world a happier, safer, calmer place. I know what's to come. Though I'm feeling happy now. I know when I'm drunk. A prison never always lets me down. Cause I always stay too long.
By the way, um, the, the campaign to learn every language in the world, which is what we will be doing on this show, we will be learning every language in the world. It's going from strength to strength. I've just been sent uh, Portuguese. Portuguese. There are five sentences that we're learning. Uh, and we will put, they're on the Facebook page, but we'll put them back up there. Uh, and if you can send us the translation of that phonetically, please, uh, would be good. Otherwise, we're kind of screwed. And we phoned up uh, Canada, French-speaking Canada yesterday, and spoke to them in French. Uh, and we'll do a couple more calls next week. I think we'll try uh, German. And we'll try Portuguese. We've got Portuguese. We've got German. We've, we've had French. We've got Finnish. We've got Hebrew. We've got Spanish. Um, so kind of, we need, uh, the Chinese, uh, Mandarin and Cantonese would be good if you could do that for us. That would be awesome. Um, but I'll let you know what other languages we've got. It's, it's going to be an humdinger or, of a thing. John is on the underground. Good evening, John. I'll let you know what other languages John! And humdinger. Hello? Yes, John, you're on the radio. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you, John. Listen, I've got a bit of a question to ask you. Then I've got, hopefully we'll have an answer for you. Well, you know, you know them adverts that play in between things? Uh, the adverts, Ad- yes, yes. <laughs> the adverts, yes, uh, I know the adverts, yes. And you've got the guy who does the thing about the erection, erection dysfunction. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, if you put your voice on a bit of an echo, and maybe say, maybe it's because the dog's watching. Yeah. Maybe it's the economy. It sounds remarkably like... Maybe it's because the dog's watching. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, it, it, it's actually based on a true story of mine, so, um... <laughs> But the cat. I can only get it up if there's a dog watching me. That's 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 the thing. That's the thing. No way to talk about your missus like that. Steady on, John. That's a yellow card. That's a yellow card. Sarah's in Kensington. Good evening, Sarah. (coughs) Yes, hello. There we go. Nice little clear of the throat. (laughs) So, Sarah, do you want to know how to make the world a better place? Um. Uh, do I want to know how to make it? Um, I already know. Oh, okay. Well, how do we, how do we make the world a calmer, uh, crime-free place with less uh, driving accidents? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but do you want to know how to do it? That's how you do it. You don't. Um, let me just try and get my head around that conundrum. Could, could, could you just give me uh, thirty seconds to get my head around that? Yeah. Okay, hang on a second. So you do it, but you, you buy, you, hang on, so, to, to make it, hang on, hang on. So you don't do it, but, no, 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 it doesn't work. So to make the, less crime and less stress, to, to do it, you don't do it, and that is how you... I didn't understand a word you said there, Sarah. <laughs> I, kn- I know how to that's do it. Not, uh, that's not unusual. No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> okay, well, I'm really pleased for you. Uh, have you done it? Is it I, I feel that you've already done it, because I already feel better. I haven't done it. Well, then I've done it. But you don't know what it is, you stupid woman. Let's have a heart-to-heart. How do you know that? I don't have a heart to heart. She's bonkers. <laughs> you seem to know a lot. I do know a lot, Sarah. I know pretty much everything. Yeah. I, but I know you haven't done my solution. <laughs> you live in your world and I live in my world. Yeah, and l- let me just say, I never, ever want to enter your world or even know where it exists. Okay? There's no, there's no door, so you wouldn't know if you'd entered it or not. I bet there's a back door that I could enter by. Oh. There's a what? So... Would you like... 
Ha, ha, ha. We're all speaking from the same hymn sheet. <laughs> Would you like to know how to do it, Sarah? Um, no. OK. Well, that's that sorted, then. Listen up to Absolute Radio. The right... Ra- the home of radio, where you listen. Jeff Lloyd's Home Time Show with Cobra. Cobra have arranged for Anjum and Anand to come in. And uh, your new book is I Heart Curry. I love curry. It's and so <laughs> true. It's all in the title. <laughs> we've been asking um, some of the listeners to to give their own improvisations on Indian food and then we're going to get Anjum's um, opinions on them. Sarah says, when me and my husband have curries, we sometimes make a ring of cucumber slices round the edge of the plate, then fill the inner circle with sliced banana. You put rice on top of the banana and then the curry. It tastes gorgeous. I think I have a problem with that. show with Cobra. Love curry, love Cobra. Please drink responsibly. Absolute radio. No, that's not. Great savings across the store and online. House of Fraser. Temptation on every level. D.I. Chandler, Whitechapel. You should not have been a bayonet in. What? Bayonetting. I'm sorry, who is this? I'm just saying, Ronnie and Reggie always wanted their legacy to continue and they might just got their wish. <laughs> Ronnie and Reggie Cray? Is this a joke? You just come down to snooker all see for yourself and you better watch your bags and all. Could this be the Cray's return? Whitechapel, Monday at 9pm on ITV1. ITV Drama Premieres, sponsored by Aviva. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Salute Radio. Weep for yourself, my man. You'll never be what is in your heart. Weep, little lion man. You're not as brave as you were at the start. Rate yourself and rake yourself Take all the courage you have left And waste it on fixing all the problems That you made in your own head But it was not your fault but mine And it was your heart on the line I really put it up this time Deny my dear Deny my My man, you know that you have seen this all before Tremble, little lion man You'll never settle any of your scores Your grace is wasted in your face Your boldness stands alone among the wreck Now learn from your mother Or spend your days biting your own neck But it was not your fault but mine your heart on the line I really it up this time Deny my dear But it was not your fault but mine And it was your heart on the line I really it up this time Deny my dear 
And it was your heart on the line I really f***ed it up this time Deny my dear Deny my dear Stop there. Kyle's in Rochdale. Good evening, Kyle. Hi, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right, Kyle. I'm all right, thank you, sir. Excellent. Well, I was ringing because yes. you keep offering the secret to everybody. Yep. And they keep telling you down. They do keep telling me down, don't they? I'm, t- I'm surprised at this. It turns out people don't want to be happy and content and safe. Well, I am willing. I'm willing to drink the Kool-Aid. I'm willing to be happy and content in my life. I'm willing for you to tell me the secret. Drink the Kool-Aid. Don't touch the brown acid. Okay, here we go. One word, one word to make the world peaceful, stress-free, driving would be safer, there'd be hardly any crime, there'd be no tension whatsoever. What's the secret? Gravel. Gravel? Gravel. Yeah, but it damages your... Why would it, why would it be safe? It damages your car. So, Kyle, don't, don't look for the negative. Let's just go for the positive first of all, OK? OK, OK. What is the most satisfying sound in the world? It, it is either when you're running on gravel or driving Isn't on it? it? Yeah. Isn't it just? And what is the most satisfying feeling in the world? When, when you get a handful of gravel and throw it at somebody? No, it isn't. It's oh. when you're walking on really thick... When you go into a posh country house mm-hmm. and you're walking up the driveway and you're walking on gravel and you can feel it shifting under your feet and you can hear it crunching under your feet. Isn't that magical? Or you're driving up a really long driveway to go to some National Trust house and you're driving up gravel and you have to drive slowly but you don't mind because it sounds so wonderful. So imagine this, Kyle. Mm -hmm. The whole of the country is covered in a thick layer of gravel. The roads, the pavements, everywhere there is gravel. And it would just feel so relaxing, so soothing. And you constantly have that sound of people just walking on gravel. It would be amazing, Kyle. No stress, no tension. No one could mug anybody because you'd hear someone running up behind you in in the night. You'd hear them. So people wouldn't do it. Criminals would give up. Driving along would be a pleasure to drive slowly because you've got that gorgeous, rich sound of driving over thick, luxurious gravel. Now, Kyle, yes, it would be a bugger to get all of this gravel all over the country. But once it's there, all it would need is a couple of grumpy gardeners to maintain it and you would be sorted for life, my friend. For life. Well, you've convert you've converted me, but you, I'm only I'm only one man, Ian. I'm only one man. Well, let's see if I can convert another man. Jamie, do you agree with me? Yeah, I kind of get you with the gravel thing, it's, mate. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was I saw this play this afternoon, and the whole set, the the floor of the the theatre was covered in gravel, and you had to walk in gravel, and all of the actors were traipsing through gravel, and during the play, which was quite you know, it's quite upsetting. I was so relaxed because of the gravel, and it came to me, Jamie, it came to me, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Gravel, or everywhere, would make the world a more peaceful, 
calmer, safer place. I'm, I'm right, aren't I, boys? You can, you can have CDs of it as well, and, and you can't. Oh, just Jamie, you are good. You are good. A CD of gra- I wonder. I wonder if there's. Hang on a second. I'm just going to go to YouTube. There must be on YouTube the sound of gravel. Hang on a second. YouTube. There must. I'm saying that there doesn't have to be at all. And if anyone has posted uh, the, the sound of gravel, that would be kind of a weird thing to do. But let's. Uh, Let's have a look. Gravel. 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 Oh, no, there's just some crap bands called Gravel. Let's try the sound. The sound of Gravel. No, it turns out there isn't the sound of Gravel anywhere, but it will be an awesome idea. How about, right, if you play my band, I'll, I'll put Gravel in one of our songs. Sorry, what? If you play my band's, one of my band's songs tonight, I'll, I'll... Gravel well, in it, one of it, our songs. If your if your band is the Stranglers or the Red Hot Chili Peppers, then yeah, I'm, I'm playing one of your songs tonight, definitely. No, we're called the No Mates from Liverpool. You're called the oh, No just, Mates. The, no, just the No. The No. Oh, I like that. Okay, yes. Uh, but well, the odds of us playing it, Jamie, are uh, uh, zero. I want a shout out for them. What, what, do you mean a sh- what, Kyle, sorry, I should have mm-hmm. stayed with you. I've gone to gone to a lunatic here. What do you mean a shout out? Do you think I'm Ken Bruce or something? <laughs> Like, go to myspace.com. Uh, okay, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, give, give us, I tell you, give us that, that address one more time. Myspace. Uh-huh. Yep. We are. Okay. No. Well, and Jamie, a- well, well a- hopefully a- everyone will go and have a little look. If you're going to have a look on your screen. I'm, 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 I'm looking there now and it, it looks great. Thanks very much for... What, what the bloody hell was that all about? I've, I've no idea. I, I was just thinking, though, with the sound effect, maybe you could get, like, a... Maybe a little box full of gravel, yeah. and when you were stressed in your day, you yeah. could tip it from one side to the other. Oh, Kyle, this, this, there's something in this, isn't there? But then record that, and then yeah. you could master a CD of it, maybe. I don't know. Kyle, there is an idea there. Thank you very much for that. 030 Think about it. Think It makes sense, doesn't it? Totally makes sense. Gravel. Line one, so, would you, you... I think the most peaceful sound in the world is newborn baby Lou not waiting for a lot of damn I hope. I, sorry, what was that, my my dear? I missed everything you said there. What? <laughs> well, you weren't listening. Well, no, I just faded down. You weren't. I, you haven't been on the air for the last well, two minutes. You t- uh, no, I'm not on the air. You're on the air now. Yes. Am I? Yes. Well, the most peaceful sound in the world is a newborn baby looking up. Be was damn low, damn well hell. A lot of a hope. Uh, well, I, I I've got to newborn baby, and then it kind of just disintegrated into to, to mumbling. What? Oh, sorry. Yep. It's the most perfect one in the world is a newborn baby looking up at you. Yes. Looking up at you? With a looking at face. Looking at face. Yes. Ignore the... Turn the radio off because it's going to confuse you even more than your confused mind is confused already. (laughs) With a whole lot of hope. Yeah. But that's not a sound, is it? No, but it's... um... And technically it's not hope. Oh, yes. Have you believed in it? Well, no. It is about a newborn baby isn't looking up, up at you with hope. No, I don't want babies. I've had babies. Have have babies. I've had. I've I've babies. got I've got a baby. Yeah, well, you know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but they're not looking up at you with hope, are they? In fact, they can't really see very well when they're when they're newborn. Right, I'll put you on a somebody's had one. Sorry. What? What is going, what's going on here? I'm talking about gravel. <laughs> Hello. What she means is the noise they make when uh, you're feeding. We, them we have a we have a translator. Thank God for that, sir. I had no idea what that woman was rambling on about. Yes. So what was she talking about? 
when you have a newborn baby and yes. you're feeding that little thing yeah. and it trusts you to death. Yeah. Well, it's not trust, is it? But the noise they make when they're feeding and it's just okay. that little gurgly sound. Yeah. It's, it's a amazing. good noise. It's a good noise. Yeah, that little gurgly yeah. noise. Well, can I ask why are you calling in with this? I'm, it's, a, it's a lovely image and thank you for it, but wh- 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 why? I thought you were talking about the best sound on the planet. No, we're talking about the way to stop all crime in, on the, in the country and make everyone safer and drive safer. What's that? We're talking about the way to make the country safer and more stress-free. Oh, shoot, Neds. Thanks for calling!
Radio. Oh, yeah. So there I was on the side of the mountain and I was pulling some serious air. I did a flip jack. It was so cool. You've never been skiing or snowboarding, have you? What are you talking about? Like last week, I laid like a five degree semi pipe. All this week on Absolute Radio, you can win VIP tickets to the all new ski and snowboard show at London Olympia. Why don't we go and learn something? What? There's a Land Rover ice driving experience. Europe's finest ski and snowboarders catching air on a 50-foot kicker and a chance to get your hands on the latest snow sports attire. Yeah, cool. I might check that out. Not that I need to. The Ski and Snowboard Show at London Olympia from the 20th to the 24th of October. Tickets now on sale at absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. At Orange, we want to give students something special. So how about a special 10% off a shiny new BlackBerry, which includes free email, internet, texts and BlackBerry Messenger which makes it even easier for you to BBM your mates and tell them where the special secret gig that everyone knows about is happening so come on, for a special 10% BlackBerry discount and free BBM grab your NUS card and head to your local Orange shop, more from Orange for you, minimum top up and conditions apply Hi, I'm Eric, 30, looking for a girlfriend I've got a good job, keep fit have a mental health problem laid back but I know, you lost interest after I said mental health problem. You're not alone. When I put this dating ad online, I received 81% less interest than the exact same ad two weeks before. The only difference? Back then, I didn't mention my mental health problem. It's the assumptions you make about people with mental health problems that hurt the most. To see Eric's story, search online for Time to Change. Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11 every weeknight, except Fridays.
15 uh, minutes of the show. Uh, and then it's Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash coming on. Uh, doing his thing, which is good. We'll be back, back on Monday at 11. Um, 033-0123-1215 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. We'll take some calls straight to air. But before that, it's Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very well, Noel. How are you? Fine. You sound, you sound very lack, lackadaisical today. I'm very lackadaisical, correct. That's good. Yeah. Um, I've got an invention that can change the way that uh, the world... Well, well, improve the world, like you say. OK, go on then. Let's hear it. It's an electric road. You've told us the electric road before. Uh, yeah, I have, but um, I think it's apt to what you're saying, and you can't overtake it, and everybody will be going travelling at the same speed, so and it'd be not noisy. I think it'd make the world a much better place. I, I agree with you. It's, it's the, the one invention of yours I think makes sense. <laughs> Charming. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, invented before you do the drive time show as well. Okay, well, that, that, that they've got just over a week then to sort that out. Okay. Fingers I'll crossed. Have to work quick, yeah. Say, fingers <laughs> crossed, Noel. Thank you for for that complete and utter nonsense. 0330 123 1215 is the phone number. For the la- I meant to do this for the last hour. I, was gonna, I forgot. So for the last 15 minutes, we will take your call straight to where Eloise is gone. It's just you and me. That's fun, isn't it? 0330-123-1215 is the phone number. Press button one, uh, and you could come straight through to the studio like this. Line one, you're on the wireless. Ian. Erin. Hello. I uh, noticed a fault with your plan. I bet you haven't, but go on. Well, um, first of all, cost issue. There's going to be a cost issue. There'll be initial cost issue, but and the savings the savings that are made on policing, on insurance, and all those things, it would recoup itself very, very quickly. Two more problems. Next, well, that's one problem shot down in flames. Next problem. <laughs> okay. Um, road markings. How would you know uh, where to turn, where to go if it's all just gravel? Because you wouldn't be able to, to paint, would you? What do you mean, how would you know where to turn? You'd see turnings. You'd still see turnings. Yeah, yeah. but you, when you're on a road, you need to have uh, organisation as to Why? where. Why? Because, um, or else you, you all end up going into each other. Why? No, of course you wouldn't. You could do. Uh, you, you drive, do you, Aaron? Uh, ah, okay, right. No, you would. They've conducted experiments. They've tried experiments in Holland, and they tried it in a, a, a street in London and a street in Edinburgh, where they removed all of the road signs and all of the road markings. And do you know what happened? No. Less accidents. Okay. My last point. Okay, so that's two. I've shot down in flames. Let's see how the third one stands up. Now you wouldn't be able to drive fast because if you were, um, you would have gravel and bits scraping across your car so right. you wouldn't really get anywhere fast okay you'd and be late well no you wouldn't be late because you, do you know what you would do what you'd leave earlier and you'd be happy to leave earlier because driving would be such a joy and you'd be so relaxed that you wouldn't mind leaving but earlier it would be like stuck in a massive traffic jam no it wouldn't yeah because you're going so slowly but then if you're moving you're not going that slowly you're not going one mile an hour how fast then 25 miles an hour it's still quite slow. Well, you just... Aaron, you're not listening to the, the logic that is screaming in your face. You would just leave a little bit earlier. OK. So that's three problems, all shot down in flames. OK, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. You've, you've shot me down. Thank you very much. And it, and it was a pleasure shooting you down as well. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Let, let's try line two, shall we? Line two, you're on the wireless. Like turn the thing a wee bit when I say so. Do what? 
What have I got to do when you say so? Hello? Hello? Hello, sorry. You're talking about a new travel issue, yes? Or a solution to? You've missed out some words in that sentence, but carry on. My apologies, I've just come home. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. It's good, isn't it? But what... Turn your radio off and we may get somewhere. Okay. Let me turn my radio down. Off. Completely down, sorry. Completely off. Okay. Comple- we are now completely off. Okay. Why are you Why are you speaking like an alien that's been monitoring our uh, radio waves to learn our language? Sorry? Yes. Don't apologise. What can I do for you, sir? I, I... Right, okay. We've got an issue about transport we're trying to define. Who is? We are... Obviously, yourself, we I'm are... Not, I'm, I'm not... I'm literally not trying to define anything. OK, what is the question? Because I've just... Cut, I really enjoy your show and I've caught it halfway through. OK. There is no question. I have just presented uh, a very sensible solution to all um, road uh, accidents and to uh, crime and to stress and to making the world a better place. OK. Go and tell me what it is, sorry, because I've come in late to your show. Gravel. 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 Gravel's good to a certain extent. Yeah, I know. That's why it's the solution to all of our problems. But it's a very aggressive aggregate to use. Continue. It's an aggressive aggregate because it, it does a lot of damage. It's very angular. Very what, dangerous. What, what, well, it's not dangerous. What damage would it be doing? Aggregate. Yes. What damage would it be doing? As gravel. As gravel, yes. Delete all the roads with gravel? The, all the roads and the pavements. And the pavements. We'll be walking on it. There's nothing finer, is there? What's your name, madam? L- madam? <laughs> What's your name? Sorry, it's James Medborough. James. James, you'd agree with me, there is nothing finer in terms of sensation or audio facility of walking on gravel, is there? It's an amazing feeling. Are you talking about loose gravel? I'm talking about gravel, James. In in what manner, though? You have to define what way you're laying gravel. What's that silly woman wittering on about? Let me talk to her, James. Let me talk to her. No, no, no. You don't. I don't particularly want to talk to you, if I'm honest. But what way are you talking about laying gravel? The silly woman saying. Okay, do you want to talk to the silly woman? Mm, yeah, go on. But you don't really. <laughs> okay, here you go. Hello? <laughs> talking about gravel. Hello, my love. What's your name? Maria. Hello, Maria. How are you? I'm fine. 32 years old? No, 44. 44. I was 12 out. Never mind. You had a good day today? I've had a very nice day, yeah. Yeah? Been down the boozer? Well, yeah. I've sh- had a couple of drinks. A few shandies. Nothing wrong with those there. It's a Thursday night. Thursday's the new Saturday. It is for me. Exactly. What are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. I'm going out. You're going out tomorrow? Yeah. Good girl. Just a wee singler. Yeah? What are you, so what are you up to tomorrow? I'm going out again. <laughs> okay. Well, then that, that's... With my partner. Okay. Then I've got my children on Saturday, so it's a well, child day. It, isn't that a perfect weekend? It's absolutely oblivious to me. Yeah, well, lovely. Isn't that nice? Very nice. So, Maria, what what can I do for you? Well, you can't do absolutely none for me. 
You sure I can't do anything for you? No. Nothing at all? But what you're talking about online is um, very horribly. It's very horribly? Yeah, for the public. What? It, it's very horribly for the public? Yeah, because you were talking about, what? um... What was it? Gravel. Gravel, yes, that's right. Well, there's probably a lot of people out here in the public right now that escaped the feast along it. There's probably a lot of people out there in the public right now that have scraped their face on it. There's probably pro one time or There's probably not a lot of people that have scraped their face on it. Well, you want to research that one. Yeah, you want to research it. Well, I've not there's, done there's... it, but I'm sure it'll happen. Well, so you've not done it, and yet you're saying that there are probably a lot of people out there in the public that have scraped their yeah, face the on it. the younger generation I'm talking about. Where, and, and, and how many people do you think would have done that? I'm sure it's going to happen. Okay, so you're saying you've gone from saying it has happened to it will happen. Well, so, so that's what different do you call it? already. I don't bullshit. I don't know. What do you call it? It's certainly not bullshit. Okay, uh, it, it, call it. Have you got any children? By the way, what's your name? My name's Ian. Hello. Good evening. Ian. Good evening. That's a bit of that. Uh, have you got any children? Why? Shit, I'm on air. Yeah. What's your language? Why? Oh, wow. Um, well, I was just thinking, <laughs> I think you're way behind time. Way behind time? With young ones right now. And what do you know about the young ones? Which is rather a patronising term to use for young people, being 44. But what, what do you know about the young ones? Because I've got a few... Doesn't well, mean, doesn't mean you one. know anything, does it? Oh, it definitely does. No, it doesn't. Oh, I've got a 22-year-old. OK, well, that's not that young, is it? No, but I've got a ten-year-old and a five-year-old. Okay, it doesn't mean you know anything about them, though, does it? I've worked with children. Doesn't mean you know anything about them, though, does it? Well, I'm talking about myself then. Okay. Okay, it doesn't mean that you know anything about young people, does it? You can you can be surrounded by children the whole time and not know anything about them. I think young people are, are better at walking on gravel than than. Elderly people, such as yourself, drunks, such as yourself. I, I think they can oh, cope much better. I think they can you cope much better. You don't have a drink. What's your name again? My name's Ian. Good. Um, have you got any children, Ian? Why? Because you keep screaming on about what you know and what you really don't know. No, I don't. I keep screaming on about what you don't know, not what I do know. Oh, but I do. Okay, I don't believe you, but, uh, but that, you that's good. You don't believe me? Why don't you believe me? Because, you, as I said, you can be surrounded by children and still not know what they're about. But I do. Okay, let's, 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 let's pretend that you do. Okay, let's so, like pretend that I do. So what do, what do you know about children and gravel? Children need a lot of attention. They need to be loved, they need to be what's that got, what's that, to What has that got to do with gravel, Maria? Exactly nothing. There you go. Thank you for a lovely week, dear listener. Thank you, Eloise. We're back on Monday at 11. Mark Crossley's up next. Here's the Red Hot Chili Peppers.